Welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar along with Johnny Stites. And we are talking today about leadership and entrepreneurship and how they all tie together. And I guess what I want to say to start us out is that you, if you're listening, you either are an entrepreneur or you're an entrepreneurial thinker. And if you are either of those or you think you are, then stop hoping and wishing Stop analyzing and trying. Just get the damn job done today, now. Do it now, this minute. So that's what it's about. Great leadership is always here and now. Uh, even when a leader is dealing with past or future issues, it's with a present moment focus. Johnny, can you share some uh, story or interesting points about this and the here and nowness uh, that we're we're focusing on? Well, I love your quote. <laughs> Remember, time waits for no one. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. Uh, the Alatunji yeah, is the and, source of that. So the the Bible also says that, and in, in, um, Solomon said, don't worry about tomorrow. Just today is sufficient unto itself. So I think we have to first get that mindset. And it's not easy because we all tend to think about, oh, my goodness, what about this? What about that? And worry about things that most time we can't do anything about. Well, that's true, and I, you know, the the point is that we, all, our minds wander. If if we had a hundred percent control of our brain, just imagine where we would be by now. Um, even Einstein said that he never had more than ten percent of his brain uh, fulfill fulfillment. So, so where does that leave us? I'm hardly an Einstein, so it makes me think I'm probably around <laughs> two or three percent, um, and, and that's amazing when you think about it. There's that much more capability and promise out there for each of us if we start to focus more on the present moment. It's a hard thing to do. You can't do it all of the time, but you can work toward it and improve the amount of time that you are focused on it. And by doing it, it pays off. It pays off for business. It pays off for personal life. And and uh, it is probably the kingpin of success. Um, I was yeah. listening to somebody the other day, and yes. they were talking about change. And they said the most important moment of change is the first step. Get up off of the couch and take the first step. So if I want to uh, lose weight, the f most important part of that is getting up and taking the first step to put my shoes on and go outside and run. As long or as walk. it's not the first step getting up to go to the refrigerator. <laughs> uh, I guess that's true. That's true. I guess that's true. So it's important that we um, have goals, but you can never reach them if they're always in the future. It's a problem so, with the New Year's Eve resolutions. Yes. People make them and they say, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Yeah. But then they don't do what it takes to accomplish those goals. So so how can we uh, stay in touch with that? You know, we there really are the most immediate three things going on with any human being is your breathing and your pulse and your heartbeat. But there's only one of those that controls them all and controls your mind and keeps you focused, and that's your breathing. Because the breathing controls your pulse and your heartbeat. And so we, we breathe 17,000 times a day on the average. Um, that's a lot. And you could start translating that into uh, square feet worth of uh, – or cubic feet worth of air and, 
and uh, multiplying it over a week or two, you're talking about a lot of air. <laughs> and, you are. Uh, and in the so, case of leadership. So how do you make use of that? You know? In the case of leadership, I think it's uh, understanding that you can't do it all. Um, there are companies that are held back because the owner of the company, particularly in small business, tries to do everything. And he's not willing or she's not willing to um, understand that their purpose is to give a clear direction, yes, because they're the ones who established the company. And they provide the necessary tools to their employees. In our case, it was construction-related tools, equipment, backhoes, so we wouldn't have to dig it by a shovel. Um, those kind of tools. Technology was important and training was important that we used in our construction business but the most important resource we had were the people themselves. So we were very careful uh, how we hired and what kind of people we uh, kept in our company. Uh, we always talked about process improvement and getting better. And I had a man one time tell me he was working on one of my jobs at my house. And he said, I don't want to get better. And I said, well, then you're at the wrong company because if you don't get better each year, you're causing us to fall behind our competition. And that man left and thankfully went to work for some of my competition. And so I never saw him again. And I just was grateful that all those years that I, that I was there at the company after he left, I didn't have somebody who didn't want to improve. Right. And so I'm sorry that he was that way, but I was, I was of the opinion that I needed to either delegate something to somebody or elevate it up to me if it was something that fell at the level where I was. And I was this SOB. I was the son of the boss, so I had to earn the right to be respected. But that meant that I was, it was important that I did those things that the men and women in my company could respect. And so it was difficult in the beginning because oftentimes I didn't know what those things were. So sometimes you you need to accept and practice uh, a, an idea before you can pass it on to employees and have it have any significance. And I, and I think uh, you know it, very importantly when we're running a business of any kind or a professional practice, it's it's critical to recognize that every every decision is a choice and that every behavior is a choice and that people choose to set themselves up for problems or they don't don't are not always aware of it being a choice because sometimes it's uh, unconscious or subconscious as some people say uh, but the point is that it is every behavior that we have as human beings relates back to having made some choice either uh, a week ago, a day ago, a minute ago, maybe years ago, perhaps a lifetime ago. And and before we get into talking about a lifetime, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. Stay with us. We welcome you back. This is Hal and Johnny and we are on the subject of here and now leadership and how to make use of the idea that everything we do is a choice and how to choose to stay focused on the present moment that these are challenging thoughts, but they, in fact, make a very big difference in terms of how successful you are with your business or your professional practice. Um, as opposed to uh, 
for example, dwelling on the past or worrying about the future, of course, those two things really accomplish nothing. It's okay to go dip into the past uh, for pleasure and to remind yourself of good times and things that you've done. And it's okay to dip into the past to learn something that, gee, I did this wrong the first time. Let me remember what I did here and go back and think about it. Those are all fine. The problem is a lot of people get stuck there and they're focused so much on the past, they miss what's right in front of them. And now the same thing is true of focusing on future to the exclusion of not even noticing what's around you. And so the, there's a very delicate balance here. And as a business owner, manager, or professional practice uh, uh, person, manager or the professional, you you need to be focused on that this distinction exists and how to help people be more tuned into the present moment. And uh, Johnny, I think, has some examples of, of how, how that's paid off uh, a few times and what some of the, the pitfalls are about it. Well, thank you, Hal. Um, as I grew up in the business, I talked about being the son of the boss and uh, I, I started out as uh, one of the leaders of the business from day one. Even though I had three years of experience in the Navy, I didn't know squat about running a construction company. I had a business degree. I knew a lot about business, but not specifically construction because my only experience in construction was as a laborer during high school, and I didn't have the opportunity to. When you mentioned the Navy, it reminded me, I mean, you didn't just jump into that and become a lieutenant JG in the Navy, did you? I mean, you, you had to no. go through what, some serious kind of training. Yeah, about. we went through training. Uh, I had several schools. One was OCS to become an officer. Then we spent six months at a supply school and learning how to be a supply officer. And then I spent three a week at um, a school for top secret clearance to get that. So it included FBI and, and Was there any, yeah. any kind of here and now experiences or training that were part of that? I mean, there must have been, I guess. So maybe well, if it wasn't, wasn't direct, it might have been. Specifically with my company, what I learned was that it was important to have a vi clear vision of where we were going as a company and what we wanted to do. It was important that my actions exhibited to the men and to other people in the company were consistent with that vision so i couldn't say to them i want to we want to always be truthful and honest with our with our employ excuse me with our customers but then treat our own people without honesty and truthfulness i just you can't do that um, so having a vision by the way is not the same as having expectations um and and i'm going to give you three words Dear listeners, this is really important. Expectations breed disappointment. Expectations breed disappointment. And so we're, when we're talking about, Johnny's talking about vision here, that doesn't mean uh, expecting something to happen. It doesn't mean uh, focusing on the future and forgetting about where you're driving, it, it, you know, it, it, uh, or how you're driving. Or what's right. in front of you. Vision without <laughs> traction is just hallucination. Oh, say that again. Vision without traction is hallucination. Okay, another and good one. So, we don't want to do that. And there so are a lot all, of businesses yeah, that don't have traction. These are all little reminders of how to get yourself uh, focused, how so, to get yourself tuned in. Act with the greater good in mind and be sure that you walk the, walk the talk. you got to walk the talk with the things that you're saying that we, we are about you must exhibit that in the way you treat your clients, 
your customers, and your employees. And and how you behave. That You can't be driving yeah. a car and talking on a cell phone. <laughs> There's yeah. just no, there are no two ways about it. Look at the accident rates. They're proving it, you know. So uh, maybe talking on the cell phone, but not holding it, for heaven's sakes. So you have one hand busy with that and trying to hit numbers on there while you're looking ahead and behind and it doesn't work. Your whole company's depending upon you to be there to lead. And so if you end up in the hospital because of what you're talking about, that you use bad judgment, then everybody in that company is going to suffer. Right. So it's important to make good decisions. And toward that end, I think it's important that every company owner take what I call clarity breaks where they take the time to stop their daily activity and think on a higher plane. Yeah, can you give me an example of that? That's a very good point, and I think it's a refreshing thought that a lot of business owners could stand to uh, consider and, and employ. Well, one of the ways that I did it was I spent time with other business owners, and we talked about the the concept of our business and what we were trying to get from it, and I was inspired by a lot of those guys. So, so that goes back to the show we did earlier about That's community right. relations and dealing with other people and businesses. Yes. It is. And it, what this does, these clarity breaks, really help your confidence because you take the time to reassess what am I doing well, what am I not doing well, and you start adjusting yourself which is the first step to making a better company. And you can only do that when you're in the present moment. You can't do it when you're dream, daydreaming about the past or worrying about the future. You, and you can't do it when you got your head down and working right. like a dog to try to make things happen. Or and being it, happy just sitting on that couch that you started yeah. out with. <laughs> and I think sometimes it's good to have just a blank pad in front of you and write down your thoughts that you have during the clarity break. Uh, I know a lot of people... Um, who start every morning reading from the Bible, trying to understand where am I falling short, what am I doing well, what am I not doing well, and they adjust their lives accordingly. Uh, I think that's a good practice, well, and I've I, done it with I agree some with success. That. that makes a lot of sense, and especially because the Bible underscores this particular point uh, many times throughout the book, you know, the great book. The, there, there are, I can't even want to guess how many references and and inferences there are to keeping focused on the present, being here and now, staying tuned in to what's right in front of you instead of dreaming uh, off into the distance uh, where you lose connection with w what's in front of you. Um, it's okay to daydream, but, you know, not while you're driving or not while you're doing running heavy equipment or not while you're being a dentist putting a drill in somebody's mouth. Uh, th those kinds of situations um, require total focus on the present moment. Um, we're going to take a break here and um, hope that you will be right back with us. Thank you. Welcome back to Business Works. This is Hal and Johnny, and we are picking up on the subject of leadership here and now focused. Uh, here and now, paying attention to the present moment, that, that's the most productive place you can possibly be. When you are daydreaming, you need to do that sometimes for creative development projects, sometimes for uh, relaxing your brain, you know, but it is not a, a good um, a space to be in day to day and doing the kinds of work that you're doing, no matter what it is, whether you are greeting people at a front door or you are 
um, you know, doing surgery, of course, you know, those kinds of things. And almost, you know, maybe think of yourself as a surgeon because then that'll kind of reinforce the idea of staying tuned in to the present moment. It's, it's pretty uh, hard to imagine anybody doing, and I've worked with lots of surgeons and heart surgeons and stuff. It's pretty hard to imagine any of those individuals uh, thinking about anything besides what they're doing at that moment. Um, sometimes they have a tendency to get lost in the in the other times when they're not in surgery. But uh, when you're doing that, you know, and so if you're if you're thinking of your business as a, uh, you know, it's it's a patient that you want to make strong and you want to help. Um, you're only going to do that by tuning in to what's going on, what's right in front of you at the moment. Johnny had a couple of thoughts here during the break. You want to share any of that? Uh, well, I think it's so important for us to understand the difference between leadership and management. And there's so many times people put those two together. Every entrepreneur that owns their business is responsible for establishing the vision for where that business needs to go and what that business needs to accomplish. Managing the processes to get to that vision is different from establishing the vision and then creating excitement among the rest of the employees to join that vision and that effort in the company to be successful and not just be satisfying to the people you work for, but to exceeding their expectations, which is a compelling way to run a company, but it's very difficult to get there. One of the things I think that hinders business people is they're not willing to let go of their ability the ability to run the company and give that to other people. And so they're trying to do too much and they get frustrated, they get worn out, they get burned out, and they just are not successful trying to do that. They need to delegate the things they don't enjoy doing and that they're not good at and bring into their sphere the things that are most important, the things that they're really good at and that they enjoy doing. We need to, I think, somehow clarify or distinguish this idea of vision from worrying about the future and expectations, that there's a difference here. Um, and that vision, and, and this translates into doing vision statements for your business and that sort of thing as well. Uh, but the idea of being able to look into the future without losing yourself there. Yeah, vision is is really your core. Um, it's your core values, the things that really define who you are as a person and as a company. And most of the successful companies in the book Built to Last, the ones that were great, had very compelling visions. Their vision was not, "I want to make a million dollars" or "I want to sell so much." Their vision was about helping mankind and becoming a company that everybody wanted to be a part of. There are plenty of examples of that, you know, from, from Chick-fil-A to uh, uh, even MyPillow. I mean, That's all of right. those those different businesses, they didn't start out thinking they were going to be making billions of dollars. They right. started out with other uh, goals in mind, and they and, had to do with what Johnny's talking about. And when you're a leader, you, you need to be really careful about who you delegate to. Those people need to, first of all, get it what it is you're giving to them. They need to understand it clearly. And then they've got to want it, to really want to get that done and be passionate about it. And finally, they need to have the capacity to do it well. Because if they can't do the job well, 
with all their wanting and caring for it and and having a great uh, willingness to want to do it, if they can't do that, they're not ever going to be able to accomplish what you want them to do. And so you can't delegate to them. But how do you separate being uh, having vision from getting lost in uh, thinking or worrying about the future? In other words, you, there's a vision has got to be something that you control. So you have to be grounded in the present moment in order to have vision. You can't be off daydreaming about it. It isn't, you know, maybe a little bit, but it isn't going to help you in the end well, unless you're grounded. What I believe about vision is it has to be developed when you're not working in the business. You're working on your business. You're trying to figure out how it work. Uh, can how we can say that get, again first? That's you a don't good work point. in the business all the time. You work on the business some of the time. So you back out of the business. You take a clarity break or you take a break away from the business not just a vacation, but a time away where you're sitting down now and working on what am I doing? Why am I doing it? How can I do it better? Is there a better way to skin the map? And that, can, and that can be a walk in the woods. Yeah, it could know? be. <laughs> but you got to document the things that you're thinking about. You're not just diddling around. You've made this point many times. Write it down because there's something magic that occurs when you take something from your brain and write it on a piece of paper. Right. And that's important. We need to be certain that we take time out to establish our core values, to establish our core focus. What is it that we're going to do? In my company, we weren't just contractors. We were design-build contractors. We did both the design and the construction, which made it really a different way to do the business than other contractors were doing it. That was our core focus. You need to have a 10-year plan you need to have a three-year uh, model to work with. And all of this is so that you can learn what I need to do this year to get to the three years and what I need to do in 90 days to get in the next 90 days what's the most important things I need to do. We call them rocks in order to reach the one-year goal. So it's a progression. And you all need that the rock in order to roll. Is that what you're saying? I guess so. <laughs> That's exactly all right. All right. Well, we're going to end on that subject, I think. And I and I just want to remind, remind you that uh, the three most immediate things in, in your life are your breathing, your pulse, and your heartbeat. And uh, your breathing controls it all. So when you can take deep breaths as much of the time as possible, you are controlling yourself and the circumstances in your life. And uh, we will hope to get back to that subject a few times. In the meantime, until then, um, we're going to uh, say uh, we hope to see you soon and let you know that you can write to us with any questions or suggestions to uh, email to hal at businessworks with an S on the end dot U.S. Uh, we'll be happy to answer that either on the air or privately, whatever you wish. So we hope that you have a wonderful week and thank you for your time today.